Katrina texted me. She goes, you know, Pastor, what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, I don't, I, I said, she always wants a title. I said, okay, this one's just going to be called Dirty Feet. All right. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Dirty Feet is the title of this message, right? And so, pray for a lot of people out. A lot of people got stuff going on. Pray for Mark. Mark got hurt at work, but he's okay. I talked to him yesterday. Pray for Mike. He's sick. So we got people out. So remember everybody in prayer. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Okay, who's reading? All right, Christine. It was just before the Passover festival, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. So what would you do if you knew you were about to leave? All right. What would think about it? If you knew you were about to go, if you knew you were leaving tomorrow, what would you do? Well, most of you would panic. Uh, Maria won't. Nope, not me neither. Yeah, I got a couple other notes. <laughs> okay, not you. Most people would panic because, first of all, they would not be really sure about their salvation. All right. Amen. Now, that's not my message. I don't want to go down that road. That's a whole other message. But it's like, what would you do if, the, if, if you knew you were getting ready to go? And having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. So here it is. He's thinking about leaving them. And here's the, the beauty of Christ. He's thinking about leaving, and all he's thinking about is those who I am going to leave behind, right? And he's going, man, I really love them. So I, I would think, man, if I'm getting ready to leave, how can I show love to people that I really care about? One, one, one I would probably gather them around. He did that. They were at, they were at the uh, supper table getting ready to celebrate. And so he did that part. But I would think, man, I would, I would probably, like, start giving stuff away or, you know, something. You know, I, I would try to, you know, show as much care as I can. I would give my uncle my best watch. I would, I would, I would do something to show some love. I'm going to tell you what I wouldn't do. I ain't washing no feet. <laughs> Let me tell you why. I don't do feet. <laughs> I'm not a feet guy at all, man. I'm really not. And it's like, and I'm going to tell you, for a dude, I got really nice feet. You know why? Because I don't like feet. So I take <laughs> extra care of my feet. Amen. Amen. And so in the summertime, I struggle. Because I see a lot of flip-flop feet that shouldn't be in flip-flops, man. <laughs> and so, man, and, it, and I'll be like, oh, man, them toes. I'm like, I can't do feet. I can't do it. I don't care how much it costs, I will pay for the manicure. <laughs> I'm not a feet guy. Feet just, they, they kind of gross me out. I think feet are meant to walk on. Amen. Not be anywhere near. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, my feet are cold. Can I put them on your leg? No. <laughs> I don't like feet. Okay, so I'm sitting there waiting on my mom, and, and I go, Lord, I don't know why we're reading this. I don't do feet. And then he goes, that's the point. Amen. So you need to read further. So I'm like, all right. You know. Okay, I'll read. Chris, come on. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas. Now, see, the devil had already convinced Judas, or prompted Judas, or I would use this better. He had already persuaded Judas, Judas to portray Jesus. Here's the scary part about that. Judas didn't know it was the devil. Mm -hmm. Amen. Think about it. Amen. He didn't know it was the devil. Mm -hmm. Judas didn't, Judas wasn't sitting there going, the devil has persuaded me to persuade Jesus. Okay, devil, I'll do this. You know what the greatest trick that the devil has is to get you to not think he's involved. Amen. So here it is. Here's Judas totally being persuaded by Jesus and, not, and doesn't even realize it. And then here's the worst part of this. He walked with Jesus for three years. Three years. 
And, and, and I'm talking about with Jesus. I'm not talking about just going to church. Three years he walked with Jesus, and he doesn't realize that he's being persuaded. But you know what? I don't get mad at Judas because people do it all the time. Yeah. Amen. I see people walk with Jesus for three months, three years, uh, uh, three, uh, 30 years, and still go away, walk away. They don't realize, not realizing that Satan has persuaded you. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. See, most people, when he prompts us to walk away or to, in this case, betray, you know, the scary part is we just think that's the right thing to do. How can you think that walking away from Christ is the right thing to do? Mm -mm. But I know how you can, because Satan persuades you. Mm. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a promoter of the flesh. I think, the, I think a lot of times, when I was talking, me and my mom was laughing about it. I said, man, here, this is what I think. I think a lot of times we blame stuff on the devil, and the devil goes, I didn't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's you. Amen. Because we, we're drawn away by our own lust and entice. Mm -hmm. So that means the devil just squirts lighter fluid on the flame that you already have lit. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So I think sometimes we blame the devil in the mad Pentecostal church. He got blamed for everything. And I'm like, that ain't the <laughs> devil. That's just you. <laughs> Devil's going, I didn't even do anything this time. <laughs> and, and it's like, man, but, but one thing I will say, he's always involved when you walk away from the Lord, though. Amen. Always. Amen. Always. And this is how he does it. Very subtle. Over time, he convinces you that this is the right thing to do. So Judas got convinced that this was the, he wasn't thinking Satan was involved. Some kind of way he formulated in his mind that this was the right thing to do. How scary is that? Amen. You walk away from the Lord and you really think it's the right thing to do. Deep down in your heart, you realize you know it's not. Come on, Chris, let's push. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power yeah. and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So Jesus starts to reflect, and he's like, man, he's thinking about that God has put all things under his power and that he had come from God and he was getting ready to return to God. So Jesus is sitting there reflecting on who he is, what he's done here, where he's getting ready to go. And this is what he does, go. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing. So he got up again from, he got up the first time from sitting at the right hand. He got up and he came down here, took off his godly robes and put on earthly flesh. Hallelujah, somebody. So God, Jesus sitting with God, he's at, he's in, in the beginning was God. Hallelujah. The word was good. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So Jesus was there at the beginning. And so what happens is he takes off his godly robe and he shrinks himself down to an embryo, puts himself inside a present girl. And then Amen. he's born on Christmas, and then he lives for 33 <laughs> years, and then, he, he, and then he, he dies. He took off that garment. Here he is, taking off another garment. Hallelujah, mm -hmm. somebody. And he wraps a towel around his waist. So here he is, thinking about where he's, the power he's been given. He's thinking about where he's getting ready to go. He's thinking about his reason. For, he's thinking about and realizing who he is. Amen. I am the son of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And all power is in my hand. Mm -hmm. So if I'm thinking about that, I'm not trying to touch your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus takes off his robe, Chris, and what happens? After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet. And he begins feet. to wash the disciples' feet. So here it is. You're thinking about how glorious you are. 
and how humble you are at the same time. Amen. Because really, he's trying to show them love. Because remember in the first, he says, he's trying to figure out, because he loves them to the end. So Jesus is going, how can I show them how much I love them? Oh, I know. I'll wash their feet. I wouldn't be touching the disciples' feet. First of all, they wore sandals. <laughs> what, they were walking on dirt all the time. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine them toenails? <laughs> I'm not touching those feet. No, uh -uh. <laughs> see, slaves wash feet. See, because what happens is people, because people had dirty feet, and so they would come into a house, and because people sat on the floor most times, or they lounged, that means your feet were very visible. So what they would do is they would have a station set up where you washed your feet. Mm -hmm. But only the lowest of slaves would do that. Mm -hmm. not, not the savior of the world with all power in his hand. Oh. See, he's trying to show us a different kind of love. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you how we love. I love you because I'm really loving myself through you. Amen. So I'm loving, I love you because of what you do for me. Mm -hmm. I'm say that again. Most of us love out of attraction. Here's what the attraction is. What you do for me. So Jesus is going, I'm going to show you a different kind of love. Because think about it, he's washing their feet. And let me tell you something. Jesus is getting ready to do everything for them and has already done everything for them to this point. And think about this. What did he get out of the deal? Nothing. And so here's Jesus. Now, I'm going to show them the love that I don't want anything back. Amen. I'm going to tell you guys a secret. Don't tell anybody. I don't know if I should go here. You guys always get me in trouble, man. <laughs> this stuff goes everywhere. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you a secret. Don't tell anybody. The only person that might know this is the other person. I'm always asking, are you going to get married again? And I go, I don't know. I think about it. But let me tell you something. If I don't have love like this, the deal's off. Amen. Amen. It is the only hope for a, a, a flourishing marriage. I'm not talking about one that can survive. I don't want a marriage that survives. Amen. I, I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know too many marriages that just survive. Yeah. Amen. I want one that flourishes. All right. Amen. So people always go, you get married again? I always go, I'm, I'm kind of good. Amen. <laughs> I mean, if I want to go to the movies, you know, me and Courtney will go, Julian. <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of a loner. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't mind being alone, Amen. you know, and it's, but I said, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't think I want to grow old together. You know what? Sometimes I want somebody to catch my back. Amen. Amen. And you know what? I, I, and I realized something. I figured out how to love. Now, it took me 50 some years. Amen. But it's like, man, I have to love like that. Amen. Marriages Hallelujah. don't love like that. That's why they don't last. Yep. See, we love you as long as you're, I'm loving, I'm really loving myself through you. Because I'm loving you because of what you do for me. And the minute you stop doing that for me, hallelujah, I don't like it, it's too hard. No, the minute okay. you stop showing me love that I need, I don't love you anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. So really, I don't love you. I'm loving, I'm loving myself through you. Wow. And Jesus goes, now nah, I'm going to show you a different kind of love. Hallelujah. Where you just love. And what do you get back? You don't expect anything back. But you get it back automatically if the other person loves you the same way. Amen. 
So here's Jesus taking off everything that he is again and lowering himself again to see. He's like, how can I show them how much I love them because I'm getting ready to leave them? Oh, I know. I wash their feet. <laughs> I wonder how did they get toenails back then? <laughs> With a knife? <laughs> I'm sure they had some kind of primitive toenail cutter, but I'm just, I just can't do feet. <laughs> and can you imagine what that water looked like? <laughs> he probably had to dump it out and get some fresh water, man. <laughs> after yep. the first foot. <laughs> yep. Amen. I just don't do feet. I'm sorry. And, and then I'm sitting there in the, in the waiting room, and, and God says, I know, that's the point. Amen. Teaching you another lesson. Jesus giving them another lesson of love. Yeah. The kind of love that he gives. Because think about it. He loves us. But do we really deserve the love that we get for him based on what we give him? Don't answer. Oh, somebody answered. <laughs> I'm going to make you feel better. Come on. Chris, I'm lost. Drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. And he dried them with the towel. Come on. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him. And you know what, Chris? Peter is so reliable. <laughs> yes, he is. He's very reliable. He comes to Peter, and Peter says, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't touch my feet. Peter is a representation of all Christians before you look down on them. Because we all tell God what to do. Amen. And what not to do. Amen. No, you're not touching my feet. I can see him washing everybody's feet because he washed other disciples' feet first. Then he gets to Peter, and then Peter going, no, nah, you ain't doing this to me. Right. Mm -hmm. I have a better sense of what's right than you are. This is wrong. You don't wash my feet. I love Jesus. What does he say, Chris? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Jesus gives him the most godly answer, a perfect godly answer, because God gives this to me all the time. You don't know what I'm doing, son. Amen. See, because my ways aren't your ways, and my thoughts, I don't think like you. Amen. So it's like, man, I, you, you don't get it now, but you will. Amen. You'll Thank you, God. understand it later. Man, every time you go through stuff, you have to realize something, because I know what you say. I don't understand this. And then Jesus goes, I know, but you'll get it later. Amen. And every time I've been through something, I got it later. Amen. Later I went, oh, that's what that was about. Yep, yep. Amen. Could we have done that another way? <laughs> and he goes, no. Amen. You Amen. wouldn't have got it. Amen. Did you have to let that explode for me to understand that? Did you have to let that kind of trouble come to me before I got it? You probably could have just told me. No, <laughs> I couldn't have. Glory. I had to show you another. You don't get it now, but you'll get it later. Here's Peter doing what all of us do. He goes, no, you're not going to do that. See, that's not right. That's not the thing to do. I know better than you, Jesus. Chris, it gets even more interesting. Go. No, said Peter. You shall never wash my feet. Now, here's what Peter does. The same thing we all do. We get a word from God, and we don't like it. Amen. So he goes, no, Jesus goes, you don't get it now, but you'll get it later. If Jesus told me, I hope that I would say, okay. Mm -hmm. Not, no. <laughs> Wrong answer. I'm telling you, you're not washing my feet. And I can see Jesus standing there with the, the towel. and So you know better than me. Mm -hmm. Read me the next verse and I'll explain something. Go. 
Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. He says, listen, if we do this thing your way, you're finished. Amen. Amen. Wow. You're finished. I know you don't like it. I know it's not your procedure. I know it's not the way you would have done it. But you know what? Allow me to be sovereign. Allow me to be God. Allow me to be all-knowing. Amen. And, and allow me to say this. You are only know a sinful life. I know way better than you. I know what I have planned for you. I know the will for you. So, so can you allow me to be me? And can you just go with it even though you don't think it's the right thing to do? Amen. If I don't wash your feet, you're done. Jesus just, he's sitting there. He, he, he's being patient because the first one he goes, Peter, you don't understand. But you, you'll get it later. And he gets the bucket. And Peter goes, no, I know better than you. Then he goes, look, if I don't do this, you're done. See, that's what you got to realize in your circumstances. When you tell Jesus and tell God and tell the Holy Spirit that you don't like what you just got. I don't like, this, I don't like it going this way. They'll all go, it's the best way. What, what did I teach you about prayer? God will always give you what you would have prayed for if you knew what he knows. Mm -hmm. It's called a safety catch on your prayer. See, your prayer is like a gun with bullets. It needs the safety. Here's the safety. No, you don't want that. Amen. I'm going to give you what you would have prayed for if you know the outcome that I know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> That's why some of us need to just shut up praying <laughs> and just listen. Because we don't really pray. We do like Peter. No, we're not doing it that way. Mm -hmm. That's not prayer. Mm -hmm. I'm yelling. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris, bring it. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands Peter and my like, head as well. If that's the case, then just let's give me a shower. <laughs> uh, Peter, like, I, I, I know, I did it again. I'm sorry. I tell you what, just dump the bucket on me. <laughs> all right, all right. Peter's so reliable, man. Mm -hmm. Peter's reliable to speak up. Amen, amen. Next verse. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Jesus is laughing. I know he was kind of smiling here. Those who have a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. Amen. Because you got to remember Judas was there. Mm -hmm. So think about it. That means that Jesus, Jesus washed Judas' feet. Yes. You know he's getting ready to betray you. He's already betrayed you. He's already convinced himself, or Satan has already convinced him, that this was the right thing to do. Betray Jesus. Mm -hmm. When you walk away from the Lord, you're betraying Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's like you're crucifying him again. Mm. Why do people do it? Oh, I know why. Because Satan convinces them that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's a natural progression of falling away. It's a subtle way to get you to go to hell. It's a subtle way for you to lose everything you gain. So quiet in here. I don't understand it. I don't look down on anybody who does it. I'm not a judger. I don't judge you. I don't care what you would do. I will never judge you. Here's the only problem I would have with you if you walked away, though. Because I would go, I don't understand how you do that. Mm -hmm. 
You think that it's the right way? It's the, the Bible says it's the way that seems right to a man. Mm -hmm. But the end of it is just death. You're not going to survive. You're not going to survive. Mm. Let me get off that. That's another message. I'll preach it some other time. Next verse. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. So he, you know what? When he says not everybody is clean, you know what that shows me? That shows me that you can be going to church for years, and he, in Jesus, you can fool us, but you can't fool Jesus. Amen. And, and get, you know what? Churches are packed with a lot of people, and they're all standing there, and they're all worshiping so-called, so and they're all sitting there supposedly listening to the word. But you know what? Jesus will walk through and go, goat, sheep, goat, sheep, sheep, goat, goat. Yeah. You yep. can't fool us, but you can't fool him. Amen. He says, I know my people. Yes. I know who it is. And, uh, and it's 11 of you that are good. One of you aren't. Mm -hmm. And he's been walking with us for three years. Mm -hmm. Hearing the same messages, hallelujah, seeing the yeah. same miracles. Uh, and you know what? Only difference is he's not applying none of this. Yep. It's a lot of folks going to church that when that bell tolls, man, they're going to be like, what happened? <laughs> and he's going to go, I told you, narrow is the way is only if you find it. Amen. I told you I'd rather have you hot or cold, not lukewarm. Mm -hmm. I told you the only way to know that a disciple is the disciple because of how you love. It's not, and it's not anything to do with if you do everything right. Let me tell you something. Let me save you the trouble. I know you don't do everything right. How Amen. do I know? Because I don't. Amen. So it's not based on how great a person you are. It's based on, is God really an effect, is he really affecting your life? Is, 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 has he really splashed upon your life so much so that everything is different? You, you, you struggle to do what's right less you just want to do what's right amen, amen. You, 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 you get past doing wrong you, 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 your whole thing is oh i get it you're born again you're you're created a new creature how by the transformation of thought how by the word of god how because it comes inside of you and it gets down and inside hallelujah somebody hallelujah and you begin to hide the word in your heart so that i might not sin against you yes amen. so therefore you don't You don't do right to gain salvation. You have salvation, so you do right. Amen. Amen. Chris, I got to move. Come on. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Yeah. Do you understand what I have done now, for I, you? He asked them. I always know that God is really starting to speak to people. Because people go, oh, I heard from the Lord. And, 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 I'm, and I hear him and I go, no, that wasn't the Lord. You know, how, you, know how you know how I know when you're starting to hear from the Lord? Because he only asks you questions. <laughs> so here's Jesus going, you guys understand what I just did? And that is so Jesus, so Holy Spirit, so the Father. Because I'm telling you, this is all I usually hear. Why did you say that? Why didn't you say that? Why did you go there? Why didn't you go there? Why did you respond like that? Why didn't you respond like that? <laughs> come on, somebody, come on. <laughs> when you hear from God, he begins to ask you questions. Here's the biggie. This is the big one. Why are you thinking like that? Amen. And then what do you do? Well, 
<laughs> Amen. Oh, I hear from the Lord. He says, great blessings are coming my way, and, and, and the graces of God are upon me. He's going to lift me up and exalt me. You're not hearing from God. Because you know what God would say? Why do you want that? Amen. Amen. <laughs> when people start hearing from the Lord. You know, when people come to me, and the Lord asked me why I, I, I heard him. I just know in my spirit it was... He asked me, why was I acting like that? Now you're hearing from the Lord. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord's not going to ever tell you, I understand. <laughs> He's not going to tell you that. <laughs> he understands, thank God, hallelujah, because he gives us <laughs> grace and mercy. But he's not going to tell you that. Right. <laughs> That's like your kid picking up a knife and getting ready to stick it in the electric socket. And you're going, oh, I understand. <laughs> now you do understand kids are just inquisitive they do stupid stuff so you understand but you're not going to say that right. you're going to be like what are you <laughs> now I got to put the plastic things over there because <laughs> I know what's best for you Amen. so how do I know if you start to hear from the Lord because you start to get a lot of questions Amen. why are you leaving why aren't you worshiping why aren't you reading Mm -hmm. Why aren't you taking anybody's call? Why aren't you giving? Oh, uh, thanks, Kimberly. <laughs> Move on. You call me teacher and Lord, yeah. and rightly so, for that is what you I am. You call me teacher and Lord, and you should, because that's what I am. Come on. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, uh -huh. you should also wash he another's said, so feet. so now, because I am Lord... And because I am your teacher and I am your example, serve. Amen. Now, here's the thing. Not the easy stuff. Amen. So God says, Kenan, you don't do feet. That's the point. It's not about what you want to do. Mm -hmm. it's, can you humble yourself enough? Amen. And I'm in the office looking around like, is anybody else hearing this? <laughs> <laughs> Lady, are you hearing what I'm hearing? <laughs> He's picking on me. <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me you don't do feet again. I don't, but, but. Uh -huh. You tell me to do it, I'll do it. Amen. So kids, let's, let's get something straight here. I'm letting you guys eavesdrop on my conversation. Are you really willing to do whatever I tell you, whatever I tell you to do, no matter what you think, no matter how it may affect, no matter what the ripple effect may be? And I'm like, that's tricky. See, because I love people, and I, it's people that I love, and as long as they don't get hurt, and God says, you know what, first of all, you got to trust me for all of that. It's a matter of surrendering down and humbling yourself down to a level that's beyond what you ever would have thought. Amen. Amen. Washing feet? Those feet? <laughs> I might be a little more comfortable washing your feet. You ain't walking around in sandals in the desert. <laughs> but washing feet? Jesus says, I am Lord, I am your teacher, so I have washed your feet. I'm trying to show you another love. What did I get out of washing your feet? Nothing. 
I just love you because I love you. I've been thinking about who I am and thinking about how, what I came here to do, and I've been thinking about how much I love you guys, and my only thing I could come up with was this last lesson. I'm going to wash your feet. Amen. Look at you guys' feet. Oh, my goodness, I know they were jacked up. <laughs> and Jesus is like, I'm going to wash your feet. I'm showing you one more thing of love. Don't love yourself through me. Amen. So if somebody want to make a deal with me, don't love yourself through me. Amen. Got to love me. I, it's, it may be tough. <laughs> but know this, I'm going to love you the same way. Amen. Or if the deal's off. It's off. I'll just grow old and stupid by myself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so people always ask, you going to get married again? I don't know. I might. But, but it's a clause. Mm-hmm. And it's a contract. Mm-hmm. I don't want a surviving marriage. I can still have that now. Amen. It's got to it's gotta flourish, man. Amen. Most people's marriages just survive. I hate mm-hmm. to put it that way. Uh, I'm sorry. Come on. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. No, I've set the example that you should love and don't really expect something in return. So you should love as, as I've done for you. You should do what I've done. Come on. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent Listen, him. Listen, I'm going to tell you, no servant is greater than his master. So how come we got superstar preachers? I don't understand superstar preachers. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people travel miles to hear somebody. I don't get it. I don't understand how pe- people invite these certain preachers to a conference and thousands of people come from all over to hear that person. Maybe right. it's just my nature. Nobody, I, I, you know what? I saw Steve Eisenberg one time at the movies and I turned into a little girl. <laughs> Me and Courtney was with me. We sitting in the movie, and then he comes around. I'm like, that's Steve Eisenman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I turned to a little girl. Understandable. <laughs> Steve, that's Steve, that's Steve Eisenman, man. That's the dude, you know? And I'm thinking, only, it's only a few people that, Bruce Lee, if Bruce Lee walked in here, I would just pass out. Yeah. <laughs> One, because he's dead. <laughs> right? And I'd be wondering, how are you here? Oh, I'd just pass out. But then it's like, man, but I'm like, that's Bruce Lee, man. He will wow me. There's not many people who will wow me. Right. I'm telling you, I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest? There's no preachers that wow me. Amen. Um, and it's not because I think I'm better because God knows I'm not. It's just that, man, I'm never going to, I'm never going to give that to any person. Because I know it all comes from the Lord anyway. Amen. So I'm saying no messenger is greater than where it came from. So why do you got superstar preachers, man? And you know what? And if I'm in trouble, I'm not driving to California to see somebody. I got people I know around me who I don't know the Lord who no one else knows. Amen. Only a few people know. But those are the people who have gotten me through life. Not no superstar preacher. That's right. Not no online sensation. Amen. <laughs> what is that, 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 that? What was that group out of Australia that everybody was cl- uh, pa- was passing out over? Hillsong. Hillsong. Oh. oh, everybody was Hillsong. I had people. Oh, I'm gonna go to Hillsong school. And Hillsong was everything. Where's Hillsong now? Uh huh. 
You better watch that superstar stuff, man. Remember, they're all messengers. Mm-hmm. Nobody's greater than the one they sent. That sent them. Amen. Amen. Woo, come on, I'm almost done. I know you guys saying good. Come on. <laughs> now that you know these things, you will be blessed now, if you said, do now, them. Look, now that you know these things, Chris, uh, you'll be blessed if you do this. Amen. What if I don't? Well, <laughs> you're not gonna be blessed, man. Right. Amen. It's, it's, see, he's trying to show us a, not. He's trying to show us action. Not attraction. Right. Amen. I want you to love with action, not just because you're attracted. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because really, you just love you through them. Yeah. They make you feel good because you're with them. They make you feel look better because they're they're good looking or cute. They see they they treat you a certain way, so you just love them so much. When they 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 that you bat your eyes and they, and I'm going, what if all that starts to slip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your marriage will not flourish. Amen. Oh, what about friends? Same thing, we have friends because they what they do for us. We, I love, I'm loving you, I'm loving me through you. Right. Don't really love you. When you stop doing for me, I don't love you anymore. Right. People leave churches, well, that's why, oh. And they, people get on me, and they go, man, you don't take compliments well at all. I don't, I don't. Man, that girl over there used to just, you need to stop. You, you're so horrible with that. No, nobody can compliment you. No, I don't believe it. See, because you'll compliment me now, but the minute I step on your Nikes, man, mm-hmm. I'm going to lose all credibility with you. Mm-hmm. Seen it happen a million times. Pastor's the greatest. I had somebody around here talking about getting for president. They don't even go here no more. <laughs> See, that's why I just told you to knock that off. Knock that off. No, it's great. No, I don't like that shirt. Amen. I don't take compliments. I'm sorry again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 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 So now that you know how I want you to love, how are you going to be blessed if you do it? So what if I don't do it? I'm just ain't gonna bless you. People have left places and, and had a, 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 a problems with people and been offended, and they really think their prayers are being heard. Right. Not long as you have offense in your heart, they're not being heard. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. I got, I got a good amen. Chris will verse me. I gotta move. 18. Let's go. We're almost there, guys. Come on. I got 10 minutes. You guys, all right? Amen. Come on. I am not referring to all of you. I know those that Jesus, I have chosen. I'm not talking about all of you. See, Jesus is kind of mad at Judas now. Right. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus was a man now. Jesus is going, listen, if you do these things, you're going to be blessed. But not all of you. <laughs> Amen. Not everybody. Amen. Everybody ain't going to be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesus talking. So I'm going to tell you something. Everybody sitting in here, you're going to be blessed if you do these things, but not all of you. Because Jesus knows if he really has your heart or not. Amen. He knows if the world has a bigger hold on you. Amen. Or somebody has a big hold on you. Know the biggest tr- the problems? People love people so much that they replace God. Mm-hmm. They become God. Yep. Love this person. You know what happens? We don't see them at church anymore. Mm-hmm. I hate the ugly boyfriend. <laughs> oh, man, when single people, women come into the church, and then all of a sudden the ugly boy, and he's always ugly. The <laughs> ugly boyfriend shows up. I go, oh, man. 
<laughs> there he is. There he is. There he is. Ain't trying to get to know nobody. Just comes in late and sits down, sits next to her. He, he ain't here for the Lord. Hate the ugly boyfriend, man. Like, oh, I'm glad she's here. Oh, there's the boyfriend sneaking in. Hate the ugly boyfriend. And why is he always ugly? I'm sorry again. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not referring to all of you. Everybody say amen now. Amen. I'm talking about those I've chosen. But this is to fulfill the passage of Scripture. He's saying, listen, so I'm telling you this so Scripture can be fulfilled so you will know that this is true and I am who I am. Amen. I was telling this to my mind. That when, you, when somebody prophesies, that is God's will and what he wants. But we can totally blow it. Here's Jesus going, listen, I'm getting ready to tell you whoever dips bread with me is going to betray me. Now, the only reason why I'm telling you this is because Scripture said it happens. And so I'm doing what Scripture says. So when the word of God comes forth, that is the word of God. There will be nowhere to park, too many children, nowhere to sit if you come in here late. That was the vision I got four times for this ministry. Here it is, we haven't gotten there yet. And so I go, Lord, you've been showing me this vision for a long time. And for a fact, for a few years, I just stopped worrying about it. And God goes, no, that's what I called it to be. Amen. You guys just haven't done it. You guys are salt and you are light. Who knows the Lord because you know the Lord? Kenan, you've taught them. A lot of people know the Lord because you know me. And you, I'm still nervous. I'm still nervous, wondering if I've done enough. Because I'm going to give an account for my life. What did, what did you do with the life I gave you? Well, Lord, I tried everything I could to spread the gospel. I tried everything I could to be an example. I, I tried everything I could to make sure your kingdom comes on earth as it does in heaven. And then some of you will say, I know, but you're supposed to do that because you work for him. And I go, no, I was doing that before I worked for him. I wasn't pastoring when, when, when that happened. I wasn't pastoring talking to Rita. I wasn't pastoring talking to certain people. I wasn't pastor then. I just loved them and I, went, I wanted the kingdom in their hearts. So no, no, don't say it because you're a preacher. No, see. The vision he has for this church is that people, that lot over there is ours. We had so many cars that park, they were parking on the grass. People were on the street. The neighbors were starting to say, oh man, Sundays are rough around here. We had so many kids downstairs today, they were like, what are we going to do with all these brats? I don't know. <laughs> we had chairs sitting out in the foyer. This, I've seen this four times, the same vision, four times. If it doesn't come to pass, it doesn't mean that God didn't say it. Amen. Amen. Jesus says, I have to do this. Jesus could have said, ah, skip that. No, I need to do this so scripture will be fulfilled. So he who shares bread with me is going to sell me out. Next verse. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. You. I'm still trying to prove I am who I say I am. I'm telling you this before it happens, so when it happens, the Bible is the only book that proves itself. Amen. Because Jesus was predicted years ago, in fact, at the beginning, and then he came. All throughout Old Testament is references of Jesus. 
I don't see how people turn away from the Lord. I don't get it. I don't get it. When it's proven that it's real. Proven. Oh, I know why. Because Satan gets involved. And you think it's the right thing to do. Come on, move on. Very truly, I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me. Uh And whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. So listen, fortunately or unfortunately, he sent me you. He sent me to you. Amen. You believe that? Amen. Amen. I know I'm crazy. I know I, know I have my moments. <laughs> I know I say things that make your underwear tight. I know it. <laughs> but, but you guys do know he sent me here, right? Amen. Okay. All right. So that means whoever accepts who sent, you, you're accepting Jesus. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm saying if I, I've been sent by Christ, so if I've been sent, then you accept Christ because you accept me. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I'm here is to teach you Bible. And to love you. And <laughs> well, <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> we'll get there. Be patient with me. God isn't through with me yet. I hate that statement. <laughs> It's just a reason to be sorry. All right. <laughs> All right, come on, verse 20. All right, I, I, I'm sorry, guys, I'm being silly. Verse 33, Chris, drop down. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. He said, I'm going to be with you only for a little while. Jesus is really reflecting on the fact that he's getting ready to leave him. Come on. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. He says, look, you're going to look for me, but you can't come where I'm going. So let me tell you something. Just love till I get back. Amen. The next verse, he says, I give you a new commandment. This is new. It's a new commandment. I'm commanding you to love one another. How can you command my feelings? Because love isn't feelings. Amen. It's totally a decision. Amen. He can't command your feelings. He can command. This command of love is not, it's not because I'm emotionally attached. Amen. Or, or emotionally detached. That's why I can't do it. No, it's, it's, not, it's a commandment. I'm, I'm commanding you all to love. People go, what do I got to do to join the church? Well, you got to learn how to love. Amen. Amen. And they go, that it? I'm like, no, that's, not, that's just not as that it. That's hard. Right. You're right. See, because we don't like offense here. We don't do gossip here. Hallelujah, somebody. Right. We don't kick people when they're down. We don't judge people here. So my thing is, if you, we got to forgive here because somebody going to, you got to be able to forgive. Those Amen. are the rules for join, joining full potential ministry. Amen. If you don't know how to love, you cannot join. How about this? If you forget how to love, you can't stay. All right. Amen. A lot of these people who had to pass through, they couldn't love anymore. Then you got to get out. Amen. Amen. That's the rules of this house. What do I got to do to be a member? Learn how to love. We'll give you time. Amen. Can't do it overnight. Amen. But you better get there. Amen. Hallelujah. You better look out for each other. Amen. Or you can't join here. Now, he says, listen, I'm giving you a new commandment. Now, you got to love one another. Not just, not your way, though. My way. I loved you. So you have to love each other the way I loved you. I just washed your feet. I get nothing out of washing your feet. Amen. See, I'm sitting here reflecting because I'm going back to the Father and I'm realizing he put everything in my hands. Ain't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to show them this last experience of the greatest love I can give them. 
I'm going to do something. I'm going to humble myself and I'm going to love them in a way. A different way. I'm going to love them not expecting anything back. That's hard to do. Amen. That's against our nature. Amen. It's against, it's against the rules of our survival, really. We survive by you know, unplugging people and pushing people away and throwing people out. We, we make ourselves feel better through other people as long as they're making us feel good. When they stop, Oh, this party is over. See, it's showing us a different way to love, Chris. So you must love one another, or, or what? You won't survive. And what did he tell Peter? If I don't do this, Peter, you're not going to make it, son. Last verse, verse 35, come on. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. And so this is why it's so important, because that's when people will know that you're my disciple. No, because I wear church clothes and I go to church every Sunday and I, and I carry myself a certain way. I wear Christian t-shirts all the time. I got bumper stickers on my back that says, Jesus, I love Jesus. <laughs> no. Oh, I know, because I always carry my Bible everywhere I go. When I sit in the lunchroom and I read my Bible so everybody can see that I'm a Christian. No. What's the rule? What's the prerequisite? Well, by this, by what? By love, the commandment of love, everyone will know that you're my disciple. If you love one another, how do you become a member? Well, you better learn how to love somebody. Mm-hmm. Let me put it another way. You better learn how to love everybody. Amen. Amen. Especially me. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. <laughs> That's the rules here. And when you stop doing the rules, you get out. Get out. You can't stay here. Because we love here. Amen. That's how the first church flourished, because people saw that kind of love. They never seen that kind of love, and they went, I want to be a part of that. It wasn't the preaching and the music. It wasn't the atmosphere and the lights and the screens like it is now. It wasn't the place to be because I could find a date there. <sighs> they got all these young people that are single. Do you think that's not why people go to church? Yes, it is. It's not because their youth department is so fun and their their teenage group, there's so many teenagers there I can hang out with. Mm -hmm. No, it's because of love. Love. Man, that church knows how to love over there. And they look out for each other over there, man. I never hear them talking about each other over there. They never kick each other when they're down. They're always there when somebody needs a helping hand. Let me, let me go to 1 Peter 4. You guys good? I'm going to get you out of here in a minute. I know I keep, this is my third close. <laughs> 1 Peter 4, verse 7. I just got a few verses. I'm going to let you go. This is Peter, good old reliable Peter. Mm-hmm. He's got it now. Amen. 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 Come on. The end of all things is near. Yeah. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Peter said, listen, the end of time is really here. Things are coming to an end. So, keep your minds clear, control yourselves, watch your emotions. Mm-hmm. Know why? Because this will help you when you pray. Amen. Emotions destroy, it destroy your hearing from the Lord. It totally wipes it out. He can't get past your emotions and your feelings. Peter saying, listen, things are coming to an end. Things go bad. They go really bad. But here it is. Keep your minds clear, 
control your emotions because it will help you when you pray. My family's going through a lot of stuff. You know what I'm doing? Controlling my emotions, keeping my mind clear. Amen. So I can pray right. Mm -hmm. Not religious jargon. Not just from my, what my heart desires. I need to know how to pray right. Only way I can do it, keep your mind clear. I don't like my, I don't like my aunt laying in the, but I control my emotions, hallelujah. Keep my mind clear so I can pray the right, the right way. All I hear is keep your mind clear. Control your emotions so you can pray the right way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next verse, come on. Above all, love each other deeply because now, love... Above all things, Chris, man... You got to love each other deeply. Deeply means the way that Christ loved. Amen. It's the same word in the Greek. That word is the same way that Christ loved. Because love covers a multitude of the sin you think they've done to you. Amen. I'm telling you, if I do get married again, it's going to flourish. It ain't going to survive. Amen. Because you know why? You better have this. See, the right kind of love Oh, I get it. The right kind of love is the love that I just love. I'm not expecting anything back. Amen. And you know, it's a choice to love, even when it gets rough and I don't like you right now. Amen. In fact, man, you ever looked at somebody you love and went, you're so ugly right now. <laughs> Why don't you stop breathing so much? <laughs> I don't know where that guy is. You got sitting at the table eating and, and, and the brother was breathing all hard. <laughs> You stop breathing. <laughs> Get on my nerves. <laughs> but I love you. you know? <laughs> love covers a multitude of sins, man. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. When they let you down, when they disappoint you, when they don't do what you need them to do to make you happy. When they say bad things, when they say things they don't mean. And you know they don't mean it. They just said it because they're emotional. When, when you have those moments of disagreement that are so bad, they're so bad, but, but still it's like you got to look at each other and go, but man, listen, I know, but I, I, I'm, I love you. Amen. And you ain't really doing nothing for me right now. Amen. It covers a multitude of sin. That's how I'm able to forgive people I shouldn't forgive. You're not doing anything for me anymore, but I forgive you. You're not even around me anymore, but I forgive you. The Lord asked me the other day, is your, is your heart clear? God, you know my heart. Check it. And, and I, 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 check it, please. That's the one thing. Because you know what? I like my prayers being heard, so I keep all unforgiveness out of my heart, man. Amen. Now, the way you can master that is to be hurt. Amen. To get hurt. Amen. Well, you have to forgive. Mm -hmm. There's no pill to get in shape. There's no drink. Don't be believing those commercials. <laughs> Do Golo. You'll be thin. No, no, no. No. Some people don't even have the genes to be thin. 
Stop listening to those lies. Amen. All right? The only way you get in shape is you have to work. The only way you can love and the only way you forgive and the only way you can be stronger is you have to go through. There's no other way. You got to go through things. That's the gym. That's the spiritual gym. Amen. I wish it was another way. I really wish it was, but it's not. The only way you get stronger in the Lord is you go through. Amen. You got to lift weights. Amen. The only way you can learn how to forgive is somebody has to hurt you. Yep. Only way you can learn how to trust is life has to go wrong. Amen. Not how you plan. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. 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 Chris, come on, I'm almost done. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Offer hospitality, but don't be complaining. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm gonna get this, but I don't know. It's gotta help them out. <laughs> You're just canceling out your blessing, Eric. <laughs> Boy, when God, whenever you do something for somebody, God's listening. Better not complain. Mm -hmm. Always got to pick them up. Not see that deal's off. Yeah. See, he's saying, listen, do stuff. You can give hospitality, but deep down, you're like, I don't want to do this. Let me tell you something. If it's something you really don't want to do, don't do it. <laughs> when you get over 50, uh -huh. you just, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> See, when you're younger, you go, yeah, I'll do it. Deep down, you're going, I don't want to do that, but I'm going to do it. Now, because I don't have much time left. <laughs> so now I'm like, my time is valuable. No, I'm not doing that. Yep. You're not going to come? No. <laughs> <laughs> I get called all the time. Hey, hey, can you come down here Tuesday and Tuesday and, and Ferndale? No, I'm not coming down there. <laughs> now, if that means I don't love you anymore, that's your problem, because I do. I'm just telling you no. Right. Learn how to say no so you won't have to do stuff. So you won't complain. Do it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. If you don't want to go somewhere, say no. Hey, go to the mall with me. No. <laughs> you don't want me there. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said it because I actually like the shop. So. <laughs> Come on, I'm almost done. I promise. My, my fifth uh, closing. Each he of you should use, Chris, whatever <laughs> gift you have, Receive to serve others. Listen, as a faithful steward of God's grace in its various forms. Let me say that in English. He says, uh, what did he say? Okay. <laughs> he says, listen, God has shown his grace in many different ways. So be a good servant and use whatever gift he has given you in a way that is best to serve each other. Amen. Verse 11 says, if your gift is speaking, your words should be like the words of God, everybody. Everybody see that? Amen. If anyone serves, right, mm -hmm. then Chris what? They should do it with the strength that God provides, mm -hmm. so that in all things God may be praised through Christ Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. So when Amen. you serve, <laughs> what is your gift? Well, I run my mouth. <laughs> all right i've been a trash talker all my life <laughs> baseball field talking trash football field talking trash jesus go that boy talks a lot of trash mm. i'm gonna get him to talk trash for me amen i'll do it i'll talk as much oh, i'll talk all the trash you want me to talk jesus <laughs> don't get me started i talk about their mama 
if I got them. <laughs> if anyone speaks, then you know, speak with the words of God. If anyone serves, they should serve with all the strength that you had, all the strength that God has provided. It's such a blessing to serve. Let me Amen. tell you something. I have a pastor who I serve. I never tell him no. I never tell him I can't do that. I never tell him I can't be there. Now, he'll be here on the 18th. Right? Mm -hmm. And whenever he's around, I, don't, I just kind of shrink a little bit. It's him. It's not me. It's this dude. That's how I think. I would never follow anybody who's never followed anybody. Amen. So you know how God got that out of me? He made me serve my little brother who I took care of, who I protected, who I taught how to drive, taught how to catch a baseball. Now he's the pastor and you want me to serve him? I'm the oldest. I ain't trying. Okay, God, I'll do it. <laughs> and then me and him would do stupid stuff. We'll get to the door and he'll be trying to open the door for me because I'm the oldest. And I'll be trying to hold the door for him because he's the pastor. Dude, what you get in there for? I hit you upside your head. <laughs> You're the pastor. Amen. And, but he's like, I know, but you're my big brother. <laughs> it doesn't count on this one. Amen. <laughs> so God says, I'm going to show you how to serve. Serve your little brother. Amen. All right. I don't beef with that. And so since you reap what you sow, thank God that's why I got people willing to serve me. Amen. Amen. So never follow anybody who hasn't followed anybody. Right. Amen. Okay, I'm done. So what's my meaning behind all this madness? Sitting in the waiting room, waiting on my mom's butt to get done. That's the butt for us laymans. Um, my mind went to, Lord, what kind of love are you talking about here? It's the love that's beyond how you feel. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, up.